0: I'm Jason, and I'm Luke. We're the guys from that film, Stew, and this is our latest review, Madam Web,
1: directed by S.J. Clarkson from a screenplay she co-wrote with Claire Parker and the writing team of Matt Sazama and Burke Sharpless. Madam Web is the superhero film based on Marvel comics, featuring the character of the same name. It is the fourth film in Sony's Spider-Man universe. SSU. I guess that's what we're calling it. The movie is out now, but if you haven't watched Madam Web yet and you want to, go watch it first before listening to our full review. We will be talking spoilers.
0: Before we get into it, make sure you subscribe and download this podcast on SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts, wherever you can find us, and feel free to leave us a review
1: and follow us on social media. We're on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram as That Films your Podcast.
0: So, Luke, what is Madam Web? About.
1: Cassandra Webb, played by Dakota Johnson, a paramedic in Manhattan, develops the power to see the future and realizes she can use that insight to change it. Forced to confront revelations about her past, she forges a relationship with three young women bound by powerful destinies if they can all survive a deadly present. Yes. <laughs> <All>
0: right. so. <Sorry. laughs>
1: I mean, that's you know, that's the plot for this movie, right? But, you know, Dakota Johnson, I don't really know too much about her. I know she did those Fifty Shades of Grey films.
0: Mm.
1: I've seen her in this, obviously. But my main exposure to her now is her doing interviews. And <laughs> they are, I mean... Is it fair to say more entertaining than this movie? But They're really what? funny. They're really, <laughs> but one of... She just
0: doesn't give a shit. No, but she does the best way possible. In the best, she's just like, I'm I'm doing this and i am getting paid, but not in a bad, like she's half-assing her her job and her commitment to promote the film. She's just entertaining as shit. She like, is. So good.
1: Have you That's seen good. her monologue for when she hosted Saturday Night Live?
0: Oh no, no.
1: So, when oh, advertising,
0: can we
1: well, I'll tell you what she said. <laughs> when advertising this movie, she said, it's called Madam Webb. It is in the Marvel Universe, and it also stars Sydney Sweeney. So, it's kind of like if AI created your boyfriend's perfect movie. <laughs> <laughs> so, she's just out there saying stuff. But the reason why I got onto her so soon, we've just gone through the plot for this movie. But one of the many, many interviews she's doing to promote this, she's talking about how the screenplay underwent extensive rewrites. And she went on to say there were drastic changes, and I can't even tell you what they were. The original screenplay, which was described as darker and very Terminator-inspired, would have seen Madame Web and the Spider-Woman try to protect a pregnant Mary Parker from Ezekiel Sims who wants to kill her to prevent the birth of Peter Parker. That sounds better.
0: Yeah. And and look I I remember like the early days of uh you know this movie being you know when we first found out about it Well, like, what's, what's it about and who a certain character is going to be playing and there was this like rumor type kind of synopsis plot going around where it was like it'll be like them trying to prevent like someone's trying to prevent the future of Spider-Man, but and and that's that was a whole very interesting thing, and it kind of made more sense. Like, why have characters like Mary Parker and you know the brother-in-law, you know Ben Parker? Why why have these characters there if not for that sort of purpose? But this movie has those characters, and we will get to to all of that, of course. Um, yeah, I mean, even even more. Like in the recent months, you know, like there were there were things floating around about a lot of the the references to to more, or more more connections to Spider Man, even as far and of course a lot of this is all just comes down to rumor. A lot of uh, connections to um, an Andrew Garfield Spider Man stuff was removed from this movie. Whether there's there's truth to a lot of it or, or whatever, but apparently and maybe that's part of the. The tweaking towards the end of production, or or as things were coming together, um, and maybe we ended up with a product that was maybe not what was originally planned or hoped for. But either way, this is the finished product, and this is what we got. Um, but I suppose you you sort of outlined that the you know you gave a bit of a synopsis there, but I guess the gist of it is there is a guy who sees the future or sees a certain a particular vision of the future. There are three young ladies that will, when they're a little bit older, gain spider powers or spider people powers at some point um and they will be the cause of his death so he's on a on a bit of a, a journey to kill them whilst uh you know as they are teenagers so that doesn't happen uh, and the 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 Madame Webb character is there to stop that from happening. There's but a line... Yeah, there's, there's, still, yeah, there's still a Terminator-esque aspect. Kind of. To but, kind of.
1: Kind of. There's a line of dialogue. The more you try and fight your destiny or your future, something like that, the more likely it is to become true. So it's like Ezekiel, the more he tries to prevent his visions, the more likely it's going to come true. And ultimately, it does... Come true. This film's a muddle. Do you know what I don't want to do? I don't want to just spend this review shitting on this film
0: because no, I it want to is, do that. Let's do it. It, on, getting,
1: let's do it. it is getting it is getting so much criticism. If we go back to that first Venom film, and then we've got Venom, Let There Be Carnage, Morbius, and now this is a fourth one, and this, you know, admittedly, is bombing big time. This is not the only Sony. Marvel film we're getting this year. We've still got Craven the Hunter to look forward to. But my experience watching this movie, although you know, we're not alone in saying this, so I'm not alone in saying this, it's not a good movie. Like the finished product, I'm sure it's not the film they set out to make, but the finished product is not a good movie. Morbius is not a good movie, but that's a movie that I generally... Disliked. I was five, ten minutes into that film. I thought, oh, shit, this is going to be terrible. And it really was. <laughs> as muddled as this movie is, it is such a mess, and it is not a good film. I didn't walk out of the cinema feeling like I didn't like that. It's an experience. So although it is a mess, Morbius, for me, is still the worst of the four that they've put out so far. But then Morbius is pretty pretty terrible but i've got i don't know i feel differently about this movie Like, i'm not going to sit here and say it's a good film because it isn't yeah maybe it's because there's so many ideas like there is a ridiculous amount of ideas but then there's there's just so many areas where you just feel completely cheated like if you look at that first trailer they were really pushing dakota johnson and then when they put out a later trailer it was much shorter and they really showed off the three spider women but come on we've seen it they never get powers or you never see them get their powers and they're only seen in costumes during a dream sequence and Sydney Sweeney, she's put behind the scene pictures online and it's her just chilling out on a couch wearing half a costume it's when she's doing a stunt she's hanging upside down and i'm looking at those images and i'm like why couldn't we have got that movie? Why couldn't they have just done a Spider-Woman movie starring Sidney Sweeney? Because I think that would have been a different experience for everybody. And even before seeing this movie, the character of Madame Web, I've talked about it before. You know how I feel. And this is nothing to do with Dakota Johnson. The character from the comics, from the 90s Spider-Man cartoon, always hated it when she showed up. Always. She was, you know, an elderly, precog. And and I guess it's not just her as a character. It's what she means for Spider-Man. He's no longer this nerdy teenager that gets bit by a radioactive spider by chance and then chooses to use his powers for good. Now it's all like destiny, predetermined, and all these different things, and everybody's connected by the web. So I guess it's what that character represented but yeah, madame it's yeah you know,
0: that whole um you know that whole aspect of stuff and, and i agree like i i prefer it when when the spider-man thing is a it's a chance thing it's you know he got at it, it but then he embraces it and all that kind of growth and yada area yada, yada. but it's like you know we've had like these multiverse movies even both like mcu but also you know the the spider-verse animated ones also you know from sony and great great movies so let's and a lot of that has lent into the destiny thing of, you know, the Peter Parker becomes Spider-Man. It's destiny. is kind of chosen by forces outside of what we can comprehend, all that kind of stuff. So like I guess that kind of negates the like I guess that issue with with Madame Webb having that like like being that integral part of the, I guess, the the universal web, I suppose. Which, if that makes sense, it's, it's like. Yeah, it's it's hard to sort of not like a character, but then also embrace all the multiverse movies and and everything else they've done with like the destiny side of Spider Man.
1: But that's okay in the Spider Verse films. I, that works really well because it's one particular thing. But I don't know. It just yeah. I mean, I'm okay with that. I'm okay with with those movies, but just this character and and what she what she represents. But watching this movie, it's like okay, so we're not gonna get the blind wheelchair bound character that we know from the comics. Although yeah. well, we do for like yeah. a minute, maybe two minutes, also, five.
0: I <laughs> suppose you're concerned, your concerns with, like, oh you know, you don't like that, you know, like that multiversal version of of the character. Luckily for you, we actually don't get that. But in again, it's
1: not at all. Like, its not the multiverse. It's just how she, her existing changes the character of Spider-Man. Just being in his universe and is part of this greater, wider thing. Anyway, just a personal taste, taste thing. But what we're getting <laughs> in this movie, we're getting Madame Web, who is born in a cave in Peru uh, with the help of magic spider people. I mean, did we see that coming? Uh, Did we think at some point in this movie, Madame Web would become wanted for kidnapping by the NYPD? There's things happening in this movie. In fact, you know what? Sydney Sweeney wearing a pair of glasses. I was generally impressed. like She disappeared behind those glasses. I thought she actually pulled it off. And they all looked younger than we know they normally look.
0: It is crazy, like she, especially Sydney Sweeney, like she has this ability to just like become a teenager. But then, you know what's weird, right? The movie, the the one movie I watched before this movie, not like the same day, but literally the previous movie I'd watched was um, "Anyone Bet You," also starring Sydney Sweeney. So I kind of did a bit of a back to back feature, which I'm not mad about because Sydney Sweeney, but. It's crazy, like, she's an adult in that movie, and I view her, and I'm like, she's definitely an adult. And then in this, I'm like, yes, teenager. What the hell? What is it? And I don't want to be it, crude. Or like, how does she hide a certain part of her body that...
1: Well, she doesn't does in the spider suit, <laughs> but yes, for the most part, because she barely wears it. Yeah, she she does, but yeah, they they, they pulled it off. Like, she looks younger. I also watched... Um, what, what's the name of that movie again that you just said? Something uh, anyone,
0: but it you. doesn't matter. It, I mean, no, It does
1: time, matter. So. It does matter because just a bit of trivia on that. Any, anybody but you? Yeah, that's
0: it, isn't it? Anyone but you? Yeah, close enough.
1: Anyone close but you. I I didn't know until I'd watched it that it was an adaption of Much Do About Nothing, you know, the William Shakespeare, Shakespeare play. Yeah. What this movie has done, like what it's going to be known for, I guess, is it's now the highest grossing adaption of a Shakespeare play. There you go. A bit of useless trivia for you. All right, go back to, to Madam Web. What about when she... My brain was like going, uh,
0: the Lion King? <laughs> like, what?
1: I mean, yeah, that's, that's I guess, yeah, but they don't... I know it's Macbeth, but they don't say based on Macbeth, do they? We all know that's what it is.
0: I mean, I suppose.
1: Where oh, is... That Hamlet? Anybody kind of but happen. you, honor your right here on a Any? I'm getting okay, my Shakespeare mixed up. We're not here to talk about <laughs> anything like Madame
0: that. Madam Web, when we talk okay. Shakespeare.
1: Madam <laughs> Web, she splits into three ghost-like copies of herself. Pointless. It's <laughs> all so pointless. There's such a slow build-up for that power, and it is just pretty pointless. And to one of the spider women, she just like whispers some advice in her ear like, you're okay, or you'll be fine, or some shit, and it's just like, oh, yeah, that was. You're gonna
0: be okay. That's hang it. Tight. Everything will be. That's pretty much how it goes. Like it's,
1: that was know, so, like, so uneventful. what is her
0: power sets? So it's like a pre, like precognition thing. Like she, she, can see flashes of the future. Very like, um, like you know, final destinations or Minority Report, kind of that kind that of thing. Kind of, yeah, can see something before it happens. Then I can sort of tweak things that are going on. So, like, where did the where did this ability to like split into three ghostly type figures? Um, and then more so later on, you know, like where she, you know, when she is sort of paralyzed, no longer can see, and and she can like project herself, but now because I'm assuming she's still sitting, when, when she know, in their apartment, their loft yeah. thing, and she's, she's like, I'm just I gonna mean, appear here on this big should... giant web.
1: Has she adopted them? Like, what's going on? Because they didn't have great what, home it? lives. So what is she, mean, like, a new... The bit
0: what, in the, the hospital. The bit in the hospital. Uh, you know, like, oh, are these girls, uh, my they are they family? They're mine. Like, what? It's creepy. I don't know. It's it like, is creepy. creepy. It is creepy. It's like the me, trying... Into, yeah. Just the dialogue in this movie, man. Like, the it's,
1: trying, it's the really trying to do something. All right, yeah, I'm, um, I think we're a bit all over the place here with dialogue. Ben gets to be an uncle now. All of the fun and none of the responsibility, and you're like, oh jeez. <laughs> and and please, will somebody say Peter
0: Parker? Yeah, I mean, they're, they're, like they're literally why playing a the game. Dancing? We are going all go over the <laughs> place, but yeah, we why were they dancing around that? Like, it's it's like it's not like like they name drop Ben Parker as early as bloody possible in the But movie. you know they why? Were not dancing around that as a mysterious thing. But you know why they're dancing then... around
1: it though. Because this movie is all set up, and the next film, they're just they're setting up something they're never going to get to because of how this film's performing.
0: But what are they setting up? Like, what are they?
1: The world of Spider-Man. Like, they're they're meant to be setting up Spider-Man existing in these Venom films, in these Craven the Hunter films.
0: It's like, I mean, look if if we look at these these four movies. In this Sony spider less world, that's what it is. It's it's movies without Spider-Man, and they're going out of their way to not include Spider-Man. Like this one. I mean, technically he's in it. Like there's a baby Peter Parker. That's exciting. They don't name him, but I mean, yeah, it's him. We meet his mum. That's exciting. It like. It's and look, of course, this movie didn't need Spider-Man in it. I'm not saying it did like, and this is the one that probably didn't need him because it wasn't. Even
1: though there. we've it is though, isn't it? It's a spider-verse movie. We've got an evil-looking Spider-Man running around. We've got spider mm. women. We've got the Parkers. This is a Spider-Man film, just without although I say it kinda is the baby. is born.
0: <laughs> is it doing
1: this film? Oh May Parker played by Emma Robertson, honestly. I struggle with the actress. It's not her fault. I just hate her character in Scream Four. So whenever she turns (laughs) up in anything,
0: what's interesting is that like we do get we do get Mary Parker right, and it's like Richard Parker is off away in business, so it's just Mary Parker and you know brother-in-law Ben Parker is is you know tapped to look after and make sure she's safe and all that stuff during the pregnancy. That's that, which is fine, all good. Um, I don't know there's the there's the like the little conversation, which is actually quite a nice conversation, but between uh, Ben and Cassie, it's like oh, I've met someone. What's her name? I'm not telling you like oh, it's that serious, is it? And it's like she might be the one. It's like obviously referring to May. It's yes. another one that, like like what are they dancing around like if they're gonna be putting these references to this wider? You know, like to the Parkers and the Spider Man. You know, Peter Parker to be and all of that. Like, just, just do it. Stop well, this I it. guess because it, it wasn't just, like at the end where it's like, I'm "Gonna name him Peter," and it's like, "Well, we yeah, saw that yeah. coming." But like, it's but like, it's, it's like, like the, it.
1: the the assumption is that the audience fill <laughs> in all the gaps. And we do. Well, and I know, we but we the do. thing is, though, you no, know, you and I do, but for these movies to be like box office smashers they can't just make them for me and you they need to make them for like a wider audience so i feel like all of that is just unnecessary and it's just going to confuse people and like well, so who are they who are they talking about i mean i guess most people would know but, you, but not everybody would know what i'll say you know just talking about adam scott and dakota johnson i really like adam scott he's really good yeah, whenever yeah. he turns up in anything and he's actually pretty good in this he is he's He's good in this and
0: yeah
1: when she's not saying mumbo jumbo and just hanging out with the other spider women dakota johnson is good and that scene what you're just talking about where they're talking about may parker them two have got like just a genuine like rapport like okay you believe that these two people have worked together so when Mm. The You're focusing right, yes. on things like that, it works. but when and I guess it's the character, like, and she's worked with Ben for a while. You know, so Cass and Ben do have a shorthand, and then she's really standoffish with the girls. But the way that i it when I'm watching it, it it's just there's no chemistry there. But I know. It's the character and it's how she's reacting to these young girls that she's now feeling as though she has to take response responsibility for because she's feeling what she's seeing what's going to happen to them if she doesn't intervene. But there's just no warmth. And then you get, you know, like you say, that weird line delivery in the hospital, they're mine or whatever. But then in interviews and they're doing press, the cast have got so much great chemistry. (laughs) <laughs> do you know what i mean like it's like where that that's just not in the film There's, there's like little, a lot of
0: it there's little moments of like the, of especially the three girls there's a few little moments of, of, of the three girls like with a bit of banter and back and forth where i'm like yeah look these are just idiot teenage girls like just riffing on each other but then there's also just really don't say the word. Uh, I'll say it. cringy. Like there's cringy exchanges and dialogue, and and it's just like, why is it working sometimes and not working the other times? And I guess it brings me back to, because I don't want to shit on all the actors and be like they're all doing a really bad job. I it it has it comes down to the writing. It comes down to what's been put on there, like on the onto the script, and then these actors are maybe doing the best they can, but they're just there's just not much to work with here because it's like we've seen these actors and and like we've seen them in other things and they've been good like dakota johnson is good in in things that i've seen you know like and i'm not talking about the 50 shades of graves movies like the other ones sydney sweeney like the isabella merced the other one celeste O'Connor. Like, they've been good in things. I just don't understand why there's such wooden delivery of lines. Like, there's no emotion. There's no, there's just something really missing.
1: But then there's the thing, right? So, their characters, because you get the glimpse of them in costume, the movie's telling you that's where it's going. So they're going to, you know, spend time with each other. They're going to butt heads initially. But then they gonna become a tame. genuine, yeah. yeah, genuine friendship, closeness to become a team. And when that happens, Unless I die,
0: Unless
1: <laughs> but when I that die. happens, and credits. Yeah, well, shit. I've just waited two hours for this. <laughs> and he's like, you're going to give me five minutes of screen time in costume. You know, we should probably talk about the villain, Ezekiel. Yeah, you know, the bloke that's just walking around barefoot. I mean, I guess that's yeah. a reason. Look, I,
0: I want to stand and try and defend all the other actors and say, look, I, I think they're better than what they've done here. But this guy, I don't want to be nasty. Just shocking,
1: terrible. This, it's absolutely terrible. This, but this, oh. not just okay. So I guess you you're going to talk about his performance. But before we get to that, Madam Webb is the hero of this film. She's a superhero. Do you know what she does to the evil Spider-Man in this film?
0: throw cars at him.
1: She runs him down in her car. Twice, yes, twice. And and this this evil Spider-Man, right? He drops like a big letter on him. Is it the P? I don't know. Stop beating me to the punchline. He gets killed (laughs) by a large Pepsi sign. There's a lot of Pepsi in this movie. And then there's, there's a lot of film. giant, there's a lot of product place in this movie, but the big bad of this movie, you know, when they're on the train and he's on the ceiling and he's crawling after them, generally yeah. creepy and they're running. That's actually pretty good. I like, she's It's quite tense and nobody else can see the evil Spider-Man Ezekiel, but, but they can, and they're on the run and that's when they, they mistakenly the police think that like, she's kidnapping these girls. But that part was pretty cool. But then he's getting hit by cars and killed by a Pepsi sign. This is a pretty terrible bad guy. He's got his woman in the chair. You know, He's he's got you know his tech assistant or whatever who is in it yeah. and she's feeding him all this information and then she just disappears from the movie. You never see her again. He's just... it's a terrible, terrible character. I remember in the early 2000s reading the Amazing Spider-Man comics and that's where where he first appeared. But in that, like he's connected to the spider totem that's got links to the mystical web of life. So yes, it's that thing I'm not a massive fan of, but that's where he, he came into it, but he didn't dress like (laughs) Spider-Man. Like he just looked like a bloke. And and that's why this this
0: movie's doing this whole thing where it's like, we're not going to have Spider-Man, but we're going to have all these people that look like Spider-Man, like the main bad guy. And then the people in the jungle and, like, Spider-Man looking things. It's cool. But look, this this whole character, his whole premise, like, and it is the premise of the plot of the movie, but, like, his motivations, right? Okay, he sees this, his impending doom, right, which is going to happen many, many years in the future, maybe, like, a decade or two. You know, he starts to get a lot of grey hairs and stuff, so it's, it's obviously a few years off. Like, and his plan is to, I'm going to take all three of these girls out at the same time when they're all together even after finding, like you know, working out that there's this chick that's helping them, like what it, he literally finds out all of their names, where they live, all that kind of stuff. Wouldn't it? Would it not have been easier to just be like, "Cool, I've clearly got a bit of time. Let's just take them out when they're on the toilet or something. Like, you know, when they're at home alone by themselves. It, it's just." There's no reason why he needed to start stalking them in his Spider-Man-like outfit and start hunting them down. I do agree that that train scene was really cool. Very creepy, that is cool. Very final destination vibes, but also like a you know, just like a slasher film kind of thing. Um, or the scene with the in the diner where it shows him getting them and killing them. I yes. was like, oh, this is yeah. pretty messed up. Other than that, though, like when it comes to and look, he's obviously like he he's in terms of this movie. He is a Spider-Man clone. He has all the powers except for the web swimming. Web web swinging. You know he's jumping on walls. He's crawling over things. He's running, doing things. Really strong. There is not enough Spider-Man like action when it comes to him. There's not enough action in general. I think you know he's. It, it's crazy because you you get these those cool little scenes, but then that's about it. That's it. Any but other again, time he
1: him, is taken out. And killed by a Pepsi sign. I mean, that just saying it out loud, it just sounds ridiculous. But let's go back to Spider Man, right? So this movie takes place in two thousand and three, and apparently a reason why they specifically wanted that year so they could include the Britney Spears song "Toxic." Apparently, that played into a, one of the reasons why they wanted it in two thousand and three, which,
0: which is a big song to play at a uh, yeah. Fact, you know what? At, a, at a truck stop, you know this
1: movie feels. <laughs> Like it was made in the early two thousands, you know. When you think of films like, you know, Daredevil, Elektra, yeah, you know, those types of movies that Fox was making, uh, Ghost Rider with Nicolas Cage, The Punisher with Tom Jane.
0: It, 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 it kind really of does.
1: feels like that, but not.
0: As <laughs> is it good by as design it? or is it?
1: <laughs> but anyway, it's two. It's two thousand and three. So fast forward fifteen years, you're going to get Peter Parker in this world. He's going to get bit by radio active spider, develop spider powers, and then he's going to come up with the costume design. But there's already spider people looking like that in in Peru. There's already been this evil Spider-Man person. It just, I mean, I know, me, it doesn't the, work for me.
0: The the spider people in Peru, like when they jump down from the trees, and you see them like close up. The, the like the Spider-Man look kind of goes because then you you can see that it's like that weird vibe. Yeah,
1: when they get close up, what well, by is obviously when they they, when they jump they, through
0: they, the trees. You, you, yeah, yeah. But, but they're like they Spider-Man. Look
1: like, but what I'm saying is, do. you've already got like hundreds of people running around dressed as Spider-Man or looking like Spider-Man, and that's even before 2003, back when Cass was or Cass's mom was first pregnant with her. I don't know. It's just. The more they add, the more it takes away from Spider-Man. Exactly. That's just how yeah, I feel it, about it. It
0: breaks it breaks the the thing. And then it's like you know, I think you're left with questions of like, what came first? And okay, so Peter Parker gets bitten by the radioactive spider, he becomes Spider-Man and then at some point these three girls that we meet in this movie then get their powers, however that's meant to play out and they're influenced by the Peter Parker Spider-Man that's you know, running around, they're going to base their costumes on that because it's like, oh, we also have spider-like powers. It's also do it. like, how does that all play out? I don't actually want to see that movie anymore, but I've got those questions and, I don't know, almost would have been cool to explore that a little bit. I only remember. based on the advertising <laughs> of this movie yeah. showing these characters.
1: I remember <laughs> when Venom come out and they were getting ready for the sequel and talks of Morbius. And I was thinking, oh, wouldn't it be cool if this world Spider-Man was played by Andrew Garfield? I quickly changed my mind. Protect Andrew (laughs) Garfield at all costs. Keep him him away from these films. I really don't don't want him anywhere near near these films. But I'm assuming at some point there's going to be a actor playing a Spider-Man in these films because they'll have to get there eventually, surely, unless after Craven... They just run out just of steam. Time. Well, then again, we're getting another Venom, a third Venom film.
0: So if we um, if we jump to like the whole backstory of Cassandra, like the spider research in the Amazon, we you know, we get the the. Uh, I do not even know where to start with it. We get her mum. We so we find out the whole backstory. There, she was there with Ezekiel. You know, back when he was even younger. So she's there doing some research. We then, and then eventually find out that the reason she was there while she was pregnant was actually in an attempt to save her baby's life because found out she had some sort of medical issue, something wasn't going to live or whatever. So went and somehow managed to find the this spider that the science community haven't been able to do ever. Uh, it's a a whole thing I do like, and I say that in a very sarcastic way, I do like how there's a point in this movie where you know Ezekiel is on the hunt for these three girls, they're now okay, wait in the woods oh no, that's a little bit after that well that's annoying as well, they're in the woods and then Cassie's like, I'll be back in like three hours, I just need to go and uh, do some research back in the city but then later on when it's like hey you guys stay with my friend Ben and his sister-in-law who's pregnant with a baby that we don't know the name of yet um I'm gonna go to is it Peru or wherever I'm, I don't know I'm gonna go yeah, on she a goes plane to Peru yeah for a week yeah. like someone's trying to key you guys I'm hightailing it out of here I am leaving the country <laughs> i don't know it's just hey i'm just gonna go on this adventure and then she's in this cave and then she has some kind of weird you know like outer body journey of the mind learn all the mysteries meets her mom hugs her in the doctor's office it's a whole thing and it's utter just dribble (laughs) like it's just ridiculous um Luckily, though, the, the movie doesn't include that line from the trailer where it's like this the real wooden he was with my mom in the Amazon researching spiders or whatever, however it goes. It's just crazy, even uh, just bouncing off that. Just bouncing yeah, yeah, off that, yeah, she's back, she's back in America, right? <laughs> yeah, she and for some reason, I don't know, that bloody taxi, it's like, oh, she went back and got the same taxi that she like stole <laughs> anyway. You know how you know how like the girls are at the Parkers and you know Mary goes into labor and it's like, oh my god, I've got to get it to a hospital. Cool. Yeah, all right. You're a paramedic. I mean you could you could just get, get it done, but of course, yeah, get it to a hospital, it's the thing to do. Why did the girls did I miss something? Why did the girls have to go with them? Why did they have to leave the house? What did I miss there? <laughs> <laughs>
1: um, what, what, yeah, no, that's what a good point, I'm in yeah. the
0: car with the Parkers to have a ZQ. <laughs> like have that whole thing and an ambulance get thrown at him and stuff like how did that happen and you
1: know and you know what happens yeah that actually doesn't make sense like (laughs) you mentioned it but what happens in that sequence though ben parker sees an evil spider-man
0: yeah it's a mess (laughs) like it's I mean oh, thought that, that, really, that, that would really change much. I mean, no,
1: but it's weird though. It's weird that like, yes, he never actually got to see Peter become Spider-Man, but mm. yeah, I don't know. Maybe like, just...
0: maybe like he draws a picture of him or something at some point and then
1: maybe that's what a it young is.
0: Peter sees it in passing, and then later when he gets these spider powers, he's like subconsciously influenced by it. Who knows? You know what? I reckon if they did do a follow up to this, they would do something stupid like that. They would, I reckon they would. They'd be like, yeah, that's that's the way Spider Man is inspired, and he gets the idea of his spider suit and shit. Like,
1: that's what you want. Uh, you want Spider Man to have his look be inspired by a murderer. That's a really, <laughs> yeah, a really wouldn't...
0: shit, like a really really yeah. Even,
1: yeah oh, you know know. What?
0: And what is the like? Okay, so he Ezekiel gets the he steals the pass off that like i don't know what is she cia fbi some security late yep. whatever kills her to get it and then he can then access this technology that it's like just from facial recognition of people behind a mask mind you can
1: no can he identify
0: drew, them and de age them he
1: and- drew fairly accurate pictures of them he's he's a skilled artist he like was and able,
0: artists, sure.
1: <laughs> and then they aged up his drawings. That's what was going on there. <laughs> oh man, I feel like I have to put a stop to this because otherwise, you're just going to keep talking about this
0: movie.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that this is... is a movie that I feel as though it really doesn't have a future, even if they make ten more Venom films. Yeah. I think the Madame Web the... corner of this universe.
0: I will say this: as... is stop. Much like when you started the review, like you went in and you said, look, this is a bad movie. And that's, that's evident. Like that is very clear. This is not a good movie. However, like you, I'm taking the stance that this was better than Morbius. Like I'm still, oh, mate, no that. doubt.
1: There is like, no doubt. Like
0: 100%. And what is wild though, you know, like I've criticized the the writing, the dialogue, the general story, like is pretty, like the premise, there's something there. Maybe could have been a little bit more involved, but like, there's clearly a fundamental just wrongdoings, errors all over the place with this movie. The writers that we mentioned, you know, in our opening spiel, the writing pair from Morbius, like Sony did that. They they let these people, and now I don't want to shit on them, but look, they wrote Morbius. Morbius was that movie we watched. It wasn't great. So they gave them this movie as well to write. Like these are the same writers that, like, what was it? There was some Frankenstein movie, and I think it was Gods of Egypt and stuff. Like again, not great movie movies. I I I don't understand why. And this isn't me trying to be like, let's shit on these guys for writing these, but they're clearly just not good writers in at this point in time with the movies that they've produced based on that. I know, it's, but they, it's, not, it's, 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 not it's not hard. It's,
1: not it's hard when you're seeing multiple writers, because you don't really know who's getting credited for what, like, you know, to go to Johnson saying at one point there was a version of this film, which was a lot darker, more in line with Terminator, Peter Parker, instead of John Connor and the spider Woman trying to protect Young Peter Parker. That's a different thing altogether. But that that person who wrote that version of the movie that got rewrote is he or she is still going to get that writer credit. So they're going to be oh, you're one of the rubbish writers. But we don't know what each each person contributed. And look,
0: that's fair. That's fair. But look, the the main two writers, Matt Sazaman and Burke Sharpless. You know, I think they they have a a big part. I suppose in, and they're the Morbius Jesus. guys. Dracula Untold. Dracula Untold was that movie I was thinking of. Um...
1: That didn't go anywhere, did it? I was curious. Nah. You know, we mentioned Morbius. You know, we're still doing it now. <laughs> and the, the last Witch Hunter. On...
0: They did the last Witch oh, Hunter. Oh yeah.
1: Awful. Oh, it's for Diesel. Man. It's it's I don't know. Yeah, it is awful. <laughs> <laughs> right. I was looking to the budget of Morbius. Right, it was between seventy-five and eighty-three million. At the box office, it went to make one hundred and sixty-seven point five million. So they're making these movies for under a hundred million. They're not getting rich off these movies, but I don't know that they're, they're obviously successful enough for them for them to keep making them.
0: Yeah, this one will not. This this one is not. No, no, no this, this, uh, diff- this this is a this is a different is
1: thing. A different this yeah. is a different thing altogether. I mean, they've been doing these films now since two thousand eighteen, starting with. With Venom, that was that had a budget of around hundred million and actually went on to make eight hundred and fifty six point one million. So Venom, we
0: both aren't the biggest fans of it, but you, there's no denying that. Look, there's there's a funness to it. Tom Hardy is 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 a, is a good aspect of the movie, and obviously it made bank, like it made the monies.
1: That's it. Whereas yeah, so, this movie, I mean, this film, right? It is the first Marvel movie since. The Fantastic Four reboot in 2015 that failed to open at number one at the box office. So there you go.
0: Yeah. <laughs> and look, I'll lead us, mm. I'll lead us into our rating because I know that's where you want to be. But in saying that, what I'll do to lead us in is that like look, I'll say it right now, like I haven't like from Venom, I haven't liked these movies, these Sony Marvel movies. I have not liked them. Again, Sony can make great Spider-Man films, the Into the Spider-Verse movies, uh, you know, the mainline Spider-Man films, even the amazing Spider-Man, like, I I enjoyed them. Like, it's... They can do it. But these, these four have not worked for me. I'm at a point, this isn't my rating yet, but I'm at a point where I'm like, I will not pay to see Kraven. If I get an invite to a screening or something, I will go, but I will not pay for it. I'm... I'm not gonna. It's just ridiculous. Like these are these are not great. But anyway, you're ready. <laughs> what have you got?
1: Yeah, man, I, I'm there with you. I really am there with you. I did like it more than Morbius, but that's a movie that I generally disliked a lot. There's elements in this film, but ultimately it's just a mess. It doesn't work. I'm still as irritated by. Madam Web in this movie than I was seeing her in the Spider-Man cartoon and reading her in the comics. I've just never been a fan of this character. It pretty much, it's harsh, but it pretty much is a one out of five movie for me, or at least it would be, if not for Sydney Sweeney. I'm going to come in at a... She's getting the whole point. I'm going to come in at a two out of five on this one people seem to be almost enjoying hating and shitting on this movie that's not where i'm at um but yeah it's it's you know critically it's a bad film it is but there's elements i did like evil spider-man on the train the glimpse of the spider-women in their suits looked really really good and it's such a waste that we may never see them again but this is a two out of five for me, unfortunately.
0: You know, um, like it's, <laughs> actually, there, there was social media marketing for this movie from Sony Pictures, um, and like one of uh, there was a whole like series of these types of things, and it was like the three reasons to see Madame Web: number one, Sydney Sweeney; number two. Sydney sweeney number three Sydney <laughs> sweeney i was like i'm not sure if that's a good thing to like I, obviously th- there's a bit of tongue-in-cheek in that but I'm like, i don't think the only reason to this movie is this one actress like okay but yeah okay i get it because <laughs> like, it's, it's it's mad um i have been tossed like since since watching this i've been tossing I'm like is this as bad as like a 1.5 is this a two but this is how i felt when i was watching it like the movie has, like, if this was just like a run of your meal sort of, you know, kind of shitty little thriller, like, I'd probably just watch it and just be like, let a, a lot of the crap wash over you. Now, you know, just like your average sort of, hey, it's a Friday night, let's put on this shitty little horror movie or, you know, thriller film or something. And a lot of the movie plays like that. It's watchable. As much as I've been shitting on it, it's definitely like, it's a watchable movie. There's, there's little bits and glimmers of little moments and fun things and then bits and pieces. Like you said, it's, it's a mess. It's all over the place. Uh, there's It's just shitty dialogue, really wooden, bad to really, really awful performances. Uh, there's... But I don't know. Look, when I was watching it, I was following it. And I was engaged, but I mean... This is what happened, right? Like, it was my wife's birthday at the last minute. Um, my friend or, or colleague, however, however, you want to refer to her as she, um, she offered me up her. She had won some tickets to the the premiere and she was like, Hey, would you want to take him? And I was like, It was last minute. It was like, Oh my god, we've got like a couple hours to get kids babysat. I was like, Yeah, okay, let's do it. Let's, let's do it. it the wife's birthday, and I was like, Hey, do you want to? We didn't have plans to go out, but let's go out, we'll go to the movies. Sydney Sweeney, you know, we, we like her. <laughs> um, and The wife agreed. She was like, all right. I felt like apologising to her halfway through the movie because I'm just so sorry this movie is so shit. (laughs) But we're still watching it. We were still having an okay time. So a lot of the reviews have been coming out just shitting on it, like you said. I don't think it's as bad. Like, it's not the worst thing out. But it's just it's not a good movie. It's just not. I'm going to come in just like you at, at a two. And I feel like that is being... Quite generous, but I want to make it clear: not a good movie, not the worst. But it's watchable. It's 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 okay. Like it's not offensively bad. It's just really shit. (laughs) I don't know. That's okay. Is that a review? Yeah, I think so. I think
1: yeah. It's it's very it's very honest. You know, my cinema (laughs) experience. Like the cinema I go to, you build points which you can use for discounts and whatever. And just so it happens that I'd built up enough points that when I bought my Madam Web ticket, this is all you can actually get it at this cheaper price. I went, oh, thank you very much. And I remember thinking at a time before I even went into the movie, I think that's for the best, that it costs less than a full ticket.
0: So, <laughs> anyway. Do you know what? I, reckon, I reckon if I had paid, I'd be giving this like a one. <laughs> Maybe. I think the fact that it was free. Helps <laughs>
1: soften the blow for you and if it I had to does, pay full price like... maybe not even Sydney Sweeney could have got it to be a 2 out of 5 who knows
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't know There's it's weird because it's like there are some good things in there I think I, mean, I don't know but
1: well, there's definitely but, more bad things in there but you know what, we've done it 2 out of 5, we've we spent haven't. time watching Madame Web, talking about Madame Web I feel as though we've done mm. it
0: and there's no, there was no post credit scene to promise us or threaten us with a sequel. So let's just. <laughs> let's, but again,
1: I, there's, Craven is coming, Venom yeah. three is coming. So whether you want more of these Sony Marvel films or not, you're getting them.
0: But for now. That's it for our review of Madam Web. If you haven't already, check out our other shows, Rewind and Review, and Sounds Like Comics, each of those shows also have their own Facebook pages.
1: If you missed it, be sure to check out our recent review of The Beekeeper.
0: You've been listening to Jason. And you've been listening to Luke. We're the guys from that film, Stu. See you soon.